When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to this special bonus episode from Olive Magazine's Kitchen Crafting Podcast. To listen to the full preserving episode, go to olivemagazine.com, Acast, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so I'm here again with Kylie Newton, author of The Modern Preserver's Kitchen, and she's going to talk us through one of her favourite recipes from the book, which is the pickled pea frittata. So I guess we're starting with the pickled Peas, yeah, Kylie. So yeah, so I, I say a couple of weeks before all the beautiful peas have come out. Um, I like to pop all the peas. I generally work with fresh peas here, right. um, and you need uh, fresh peas, cider vinegar, some filtered water, um, white uh, sugar, sea salt, chilies, and peppercorns, and fresh mint leaves. They're all they're going to be all my spices that I want to nice. put in with the brine. So. Uh, start by potting all your peas. Um, then you want to get your brine together. And to make a simple brine, you just add all the uh, water, vinegar, sugar, sea salt, chilies, and black peppercorns. You just want to infuse it in, in your pot. So it's quite simple. It's like just infusing a tea. Bring the vinegar to a boil to kill off any kind of impurities that might be in it um, and any live activity that might be in it in case you don't want it to ferment your peas. And then you infuse it for about five minutes. Then turn it off and completely cool the brine. And then top up your, pop the peas in your jar, top up or a Tupperware. It's up to you. Depends how long you want to keep it for. If you want to keep it in the fridge, just pop it in some Tupperware and pour the cooled vinegar brine over the top and then chuck in a whole lot of mint. So you've got that kind of nice English pea and mint kind of flavors going down. Like mint sauce as well, you know that yes. mint and vinegar vibe. I love that. Exactly. Well, um, so if you, it, we're going to make a recipe with this. But if you, yeah. if you weren't, could how long would that last for? If you, so if you sealed it up in a jar, it would last for probably about a year. Um, really? un, wow. Unopened in the jar, you have to always submerge your. Um, vegetables under the vinegar brine so always make sure that you've got no air in the top of your jar um one to two mil from the top make sure it's topped up the um peas are kind of weighted down with something um i've used a variety of different things from baking stones or and then you just seal it up and it should last you for up to a year and and um i've never had pickled peas before but i absolutely love the idea of them they're absolutely amazing. Um, they're still nice and firm. Uh, once you get them into the fr- frittata, of course, they soften up, but they take on that mm. kind of uh, amazing, um, yeah, sharp kind of flavours. So it. I use these uh, in exchange for if I am if I haven't got capers or yeah. um, uh, some of those other sharp kind of flavours you want to put. So I put these quite often through like a um, potato salad as well Amazing. with a nice creamy mayonnaise. But to make up the pickled free pea frittata so you've pickled these for one to two weeks up to three weeks um they're in your fridge you don't know what to do with them uh make up a pickled pea 
frittata. So here we're using, of course, um, eggs and lots and lots and lots of fresh um, herbs. And it can be a mixture of all those fresh herbs like mm. mint and flat leaf and parsley and basil and chives. And I use them all. A lot of eggs. You heat your oil up on um, or your, and a little bit of butter. And if you, you can use um, onions as well. Uh, so chop up the onions and caramelize those onions mm, down bit first. Of extra flavor, yeah. Yeah, on a nice low heat. You just want to take it slowly at the stage and just not to, and just really let the sugars kind of be released from those onions. If you need a little bit more oil, if it's dried up a little bit, add a little bit more oil into the sides. You kind of want to prep all your ingredients while you're kind of they are kind of caramelizing yeah. up. So make sure you've got all your fresh herbs all roughly chopped up and you've got your air kind of um, whisked to the side. Um, and then you want to kind of make sure that your pan, um, a nice, a big, heavy-based uh, non-stick pan yeah. so that the frittata can come out afterwards. Um, uh, we've all you, been there. <laughs> we've all been there. Um, you want to make sure that it's oven safe as well because we're going to put it in the grill um, as well. Uh, make sure what I tend to do is get a little um, brush and just brush up the sides to make sure that all the oil is coated up around the sides of the pan. And then I um, chuck in my herbs and the pickled peas and I cook those only for about 30 seconds. I don't want the um, the herbs to kind of get soggy or anything. I just kind of give them a little bit of heat through them. The pickled peas are already pickled. They don't need cooking through either. And then I pour in all my egg and I ramp up the heat here to about a medium high heat, not too high because you don't want to burn the bottom. You're doing most of your cooking in the pan on the stove top before you put it into under the grill. And then you kind of just um, cook it for a good five or six minutes to try and make sure that, you know, it's a little bit wobbly. You can see a little bit of wobbling around in the middle, but on the outers, you'll probably see that it started to kind of cook. At this stage, I tend to get my spatula and I go around the rim of the um, the pan, just removing it from the pan, also for ease of flipping it out at the end as well. Um, and then once I feel like it's kind of cooked inside, at this stage, if you're feeling um, adventurous or want a little bit more, you can pop in some um, chunks of feta cheese, if you like, or some little cherry tom tomatoes cut, up, um, cut in half and you just gently press them into the top. And then you pop it onto the grill and not for long, like only about four to five minutes just to and it. just mm, to set yeah. the top because you've done most of your cooking on, on the base. And then once it's um, done and golden brown and cooked right through, because you don't sometimes you can overcook these things too. You don't want to cook it too much. I don't even mind if it's a little bit still wet inside. And then you want to flip it upside down onto a chopping board and then flip it the um, jam another plate on top and flip it again just so you've got the pretty side on the outside and I usually just sprinkle a whole lot of um, more fresh herbs on top before I serve it with some salad or I love that though because you get you get those little bites of when you said capers before yeah it, it made me think oh yeah so it's like those a little, little kind salty, of burst yeah yeah salt within it it's exactly that it's a little burst of um, vinegar sharpness um, amongst all this kind of eggy kind of creaminess that that frittatas offer and I guess in that way those 
the pickle peas you've got left would be gorgeous in like a salad with a similar thing like creamy goat's cheese. Absolutely, and... absolutely. I I do like to mix those kind of um, sharper flavors like that with creamy things. Like you could make a mozzarella salad or a burrata salad. Um, mix it with a lot of other, yeah, even making your own homemade labne. There's a recipe for homemade labne in this. Um, I, you know, in my master classes, um, you know, someone was telling me that they had been buying labne and spending a fortune on where you just kind of stir a little bit of salt through and um, drain it through a little bit it's of just muslin. strange yogurt, isn't it? Yeah. Strange yogurt, and you've got it. Got it. It's simple. It takes all of like, you know, five minutes to do, but then um, half an hour in the in the fridge, and it's usually ready. The longer you strain it for, the kind of firmer it gets. Fantastic. Well, thanks for sharing that recipe. It sounds gorgeous, and and there are so many other brilliant recipes using um, pickles, jams, chutneys, and ferments in Kylie's new book, The Modern Preservers Kitchen. Um, and if you want to check out the companion episode to this we go really deep into the whole preserving scenario so go and check that out on our website thanks again for coming today kylie that was brilliant you're so welcome thank you janine that was a special bonus episode for the old magazine podcast to find the recipe we talked about in this episode and to check out our back catalogue over 200 episodes head to olivemagazine.com 